Hello, fellow saints, or sons, believers of the Most High God. I come to you today from the great state of Florida, and my name is Annette, and I go to the Christian Church at Port St. John. And I have been given the privilege to speak to you today on this recording about something the Lord has laid upon my heart. And actually, it's upon my mind, because the Father has been speaking to me a great deal about how my mind, even as much as I have allowed the Lord to transform it, needs to continue to be transformed and changed. I need to continue to change my mind for the Lord on behalf of what He is doing in the earth today. And I know for some of you, this may seem like a thank you for the message and turn off the recording. But for me, it's, it's been a little bit more of a walk with, with where my mind is, uh, sometimes regarding certain situations in life. And yet I know God uses everything, everything to draw us closer to him, to put us in that place, to move us to that place where we need to be in order to accomplish what's happening in the coming days. If you've been listening to other teachings out of the Father's Church or from any of the Saints Network houses, but you know, even our house in Port St. John, you will hear us speak about how the Lord is, is moving forth in a powerful way and is asking us to partner, grab his hand and partner with him in order to release the prophetic word of the Lord as the latter days are upon us. And we must move in that power and authority that he, that he gives us. And that happens when we, all together now, number one, we pray. Intercession, diversity of tongues. Number two, commune with him, spend time in his word, and study thereof. All of that, as I continue to get, hopefully get deeper in that area, these things will bring us up in amazing grace to this place of wisdom and understanding, which will lead to our prophesying the words of the Lord. Now, changing our mind, especially the more set in your ways you get, I will not say old. No, I won't. I just did. But when you get set in your ways, having allowing the Lord to change your mind, your heart, your will, your emotions to be in line with His, with His heart, can be more and more difficult every single day. And with, with things that are, are happening, even as I speak, things that are happening in your country and in, in the world, all across the earth, there is a, a move, I'll say a move to love the world more than anything else, to become persuaded by those things in the world that will pull us away from the father. And it can, it can be different from person to person. So it's not like a formula. Okay. If you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, that equals you are walking away from God. It's not exactly a formula. There are things that bother you. There's things that bother me. And in this time, man, when they bother you, you need to take it to the father. Do not allow yourself to dwell on this, especially in your mind. And in a way, torture yourself into what is right or what is wrong. 
you need to take that mind. You need to take that part of your will, that part of your emotion, that part of your heart, and go directly to the throne of God and lay it down there and let him, let him change that, transform that. Wow, it's going to take a lot of humility. And then go and speak the word of the Lord in a great accompaniment of meekness. I'm hoping this is making sense to you all out there. So I've been asking the Lord to change my mind. And I'm not just saying it generically. I'm not saying, Lord, change my mind, transform my mind. That's good. But there are specific times, pinpoint moments that have been occurring over the last month for me where the Lord is saying, you need to change your mind about that. And so, okay, what do you mean? I mean, it's bothering me and then change your mind. Lord, change my mind. I want to see things. I want my heart to feel things and do things. I want my will to get aligned with your will to be only with you. Always. Again, I know we've said this before, and it's continuing to be a progression for us saints. That refining fire that that even sharper two-edged sword that comes without uh, comes out from us uh, i mean the the bubbling up of the water from our belly all of these things are going to be part of the move of god when he pours out his holy spirit upon the earth and and it's coming it's happening and it's it's coming it's not going to be just a you know we're not just saying it i'm not just saying it i believe that the Holy Spirit is going to pour out upon the earth and open the eyes of men all over the world. Not just in my country or not just in your country, but I'm saying all over the world. In nations that I'm familiar with, in nations that I have no idea about. In places that I look at, maybe kind of like Jonah going, nah, you're not going to do anything there. Realizing God can do something there and wants to do something there. And again, that's the changing of the mind. Jonah speaking of which, spoke what he needed to speak over the people of Nineveh and then went up on a hill and waited for them to still be destroyed because he failed to change his mind for what God was doing in that place. That's not us. We're not going to be that way. Speaking of Jonah the prophet, I actually have another person that I wanted to talk about, which might seem a little odd because it's Balaam. And if you know anything about the story of Balaam and Balak and, you know, the Israelites are off and running with Moses. They're, they're trudging through the wilderness with Moses and, and the rulers of the, of the area had hired what wanted to hire Balaam to curse Israel. And so on, and this is interesting, there's three opportunities that were given to Balaam to speak a curse over Israel. And that's why he was hired. He was like a hired gun. And just in case you ever wonder if people can use their giftings of God in a, I'm going to say a pseudo God way, meaning Balaam was for sale. He, he, he wanted to speak things over people, but you, you pay me some money. You know, I'm not going to tell you what that reminds me of because I grew up in a totally different denomination called the Catholic Church, and I'm not trying to say anything nasty about the Catholic Church. Well, maybe I am, but I am saying that if things are for sale, then you need to wonder what's going on in the hearts of men or in the hearts of a 
of a denomination and the hearts of, well, even in your heart, it's something's for sale. I say it that way. You think about that in your own life. But for Balaam, he was for sale. You give him money, you give him goods, you give him, you know, whatever the price is, he will speak whatever over the people because he was gifted. He was a very gifted man. From a spiritual aspect, he was gifted. The father wanted him, desired him, needed him to be a spokesperson for the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of the enemy or the kingdom of man. So he needed his mind changed. He needed his, his mind, his entire life to be aligned with what the father was doing. So we talk about Balaam and, and it's in numbers 24. It's, it's not a, I don't know. It's an interesting place to find yourself. If you're Balaam, we don't, we don't want to be in this place, but when you listen to what he's saying, you can see how things began to change in him. And, and you know, it was a, it was a three time event. And here I'm talking about the third time that, that Balak brought Balaam to speak a curse over Israel. And in Numbers 24, in verses 1 and 2, here's Balaam on his third attempt. You know, three strikes are out as far as Balak was concerned. As far as Balaam was concerned, he was in a different place. His, his mind was in a different place. And it says in Numbers 24, 1, And when Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord, that's Jehovah, to bless Israel, he went not as at other times, to seek for enchantments, but he set his face toward the wilderness. Here is number one change in his mind. Instead of looking for mantras or, or enchantments to speak, you know, curses to speak over, over Israel, he decided to set his face toward where? The wilderness. Why the wilderness? Well, we know all about being in that dry place, being in that that place that seems like there's nothing there as a, and 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 from there prophesying a word of the lord here's balaam and he and this is what he did in verse 2 and balaam lifted up his eyes and he saw israel abiding in his tents according to their tribes and the spirit of god the the um the ruach of elohim yeah, the Ruach of Elohim came upon him. So there's there's number two. He's not going to go look for answers somewhere else. He's going to go to where a son goes to get the answers or have words being gifted given to them. He's going to go dwell in that place of the Lord. And then the second thing he did is he lifted his eyes up. He wasn't looking down on this world or on the earth. He was looking up. And the Spirit of God... The Ruach of Elohim came upon him. I declare and I speak forth this word for those of you listening right now. That you won't go looking for answers anywhere else. Not even in your bestest friend. Or not even in your spouse. You will look for answers. You'll put your face. You will face the wilderness. And look for and look for God there. Look for your answers there. 
you'll lift your eyes up. And Father, I pray that your spirit will come upon uh, come upon us as we're looking for what's next, what we're to do, what should we be filled with. And, and even the answers to the silliest, maybe seem silliest things to be asking you for, that that's how we're going to, that's how we live. We're going to live that way. We'll ask you, we'll look for answers for you. We're not going to go seek enchantments. We're not going to go seek what the world has right now. We're seeking you with all of our heart. And Balaam spoke, spoke these words over Israel. How goodly are the tents, O Jacob, and thy taber tabernacles, O Israel. I want you to listen to this as though you are the nation of Israel. If you are a son of God, if you are sold out and will do everything he's asked you to do, this is you. You are a son of God. And this is him. He's speaking forth these words to you. As the valleys are they spread forth, as gardens by the river's side, as the trees of line aloes, which the Lord hath planted, and as cedar trees beside the waters. He, God, will, shall pour the water out of his buckets, and his seed shall be in many waters, and his king shall be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. Verse 8 of Numbers 24, God brought him forth out of Egypt. He brought us forth out of Egypt, people. He hath, as it were, the strength of a unicorn. He shall eat up the nations, his enemies. He shall break their bones. He's going to break apart the structure of the enemy's camp, of the enemy's kingdom, and pierce them through with his arrows. We are his arrows. We are going to pierce through the enemy. Are you with me? He couched. He lay down as a lion and as a great lion. Who shall stir him up? Blessed is he that blesses thee those that are the sons of God, and cursed is he that curses thee. Now, these are these are amazing words. And and when he said that in the in 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 the presence of Balak, more he was madder than you know what, because Balak wanted Balaam to curse Israel. And here he is in this last sentence telling him, if you curse Israel you're going to be cursed. God's going to get you. I mean, whatever, however you want to interpret that. Oh, there's so much going on in the scripture too. Of course, don't quite have the time to do this, but what a study, guys. What a study. Verse 10, because here's Balak's response. Balak says, <laughs> I called thee to curse mine enemies, and behold, thou hast altogether blessed them these three times. So this is the third time. So Balaam in the first time didn't have a choice what he said. Second time didn't have a choice what he said. Third time, mind is changing. He's realizing what's going on. I don't know how long it lasted for Balaam. We don't really hear a lot more about him that I'm aware of, but here he is saying what he's saying this third time. And, and, Balak is mad. Therefore now, I'm in 24.11. So Numbers 24 is where this is all at. Therefore now, flee thou to thy place. I thought to promote you, to, to promote thee unto great honor. But lo, the Lord hath kept thee back from honor. Wow. Did you catch that? Balak thought to promote Balaam to great honor. And then he says, but lo... The Lord 
Jehovah has kept thee back from honor. There's so many ways to take this, but Willie, there's two ways to take it. Number one, that, that Balak thought he was all that and important and that he believed he was hearing from Jehovah and he was not going to be honored. Or number two, he was speaking the truth. The Lord had held him back from honor because the honor that Balaam, I mean, Balak was, was promoting was not the kind of honor that God had in mind. That's all I can say. Well, here is Balaam's response. And he said unto Balak, Spake I not also to your messengers, which you sent unto me, saying, Even if Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the commandments of Jehovah to do either good or bad of mine own mind. But what the Lord says, that will I speak. In the scripture, he poses that as a question. But I'm reading it to you as a declaration. Even if the world offers you a house full of silver and gold, even if the world offers you a place of honor, a, a, a you know reputation, um, you know popularity, and and these things don't really usually come to mind with us as saints. I'm just throwing these out there. If there's something in this world that you desire, the enemy is going to try to throw that at you to get you to not speak what the Lord has said. So let me read that one more time. Even if the world offers you a house full of silver and gold, and you can even translate silver and gold into money, or you can translate it into understanding and wisdom, wisdom and understanding. Even if they do that, that's the world's logic. Mm. Anyways, I cannot go beyond the commandments of Jehovah the plans and purpose of God to do either good or bad of mine own mind. Mine own mind does not need to be a part of the prophetic words that God gives us to speak. But what we will say is what Jehovah speaks to us to say. Not much more than I can say. But I ask that the Lord bless you and keep you and that your mind, heart, will, and emotions will be aligned with him, with his heart, that your eyes will see as he sees, and that we will speak forth the amazing words that the Father gives us in the coming days. Amen and amen.